Hello, welcome to Chiba Chat. I'm your host, Nick G. This is episode one, just a very, very brief episode. A um, bit more than the trailer, but um, less than a full episode, I suppose. Just wanted to give you a bit of an idea behind the inspiration for the podcast, a little bit of knowledge on me, who I am, um, what we're trying to do and where we hope we hope, where we hope we see this going. Um, I'm Nick, I'm a 40-year-old man with three children, uh, a beautiful wife, I work in IT sales, Got a background in the bar trade, uh, lifeguarding, sports and leisure industry as well before that, but always been a stoner man. Cannabis has been a constant throughout my whole life. Got a real passion for it, love talking about it to other people um, and thought, why don't I put that out there and, and let other people listen to our conversations? I always tend to get into weed chat. So um, yeah, I thought, why not record it? I did a podcast in the past. It went quite well. Uh, I had a lot of people asking me, why don't you do it again? Why don't? Why did it stop? And purely down to work, it stopped. Um, and I was doing it on my own. It was tough going, but I've got a lot more passion for weed than I have for just having chats with people around the world about what the fuck was going on with COVID, which is when the podcast started. Um, previous podcast started. So uh, yeah, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go back at it. I recently went back to Lanzarote. Um, I'd lived there for seven years in the past met my wife there first child was born there we had a reggae bar out there and we used to smoke and sell a lot of weed out there as well um and we recently went back and there's lots of cannabis associations that are opened up um i went and had a look at a few of them some of them were really really good some of them were really really bad but they were all doing okay they were all making plenty of money um people coming in and out and buying a bit of weed and fucking off again um which was good to see uh, we found one place that was absolutely amazing. I'm not going to give anything about names or anything away on this trip or on this episode because I'm going to go back to all of these places and do reviews. That's the whole point of this. Um, we're going to go back. We're going to review. We're going to ask different people who are in the shop uh, or in the association different questions. Would they be open to, to have a conversation? Because I know that there's such a wide, varying range of people that smoke weed um and from different ages from different backgrounds races religions it doesn't matter i've done a fair bit of traveling and everywhere i go there's weed i think cuba was the only place that i didn't really i didn't really look for it because i didn't think it made sense um i drank lots of rum instead now i'd heard bad things that you know if you get caught with weed in cuba you're going away uh i got told that about thailand too but that didn't stop me i was young and 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 a bit wilder uh, I went to Cuba on my honeymoon and, and decided to take a few days off it um, the route home we decided to stop off in Amsterdam to make up for last time which was good um, but yeah no, I've, uh, everywhere I've gone weed has been there there's people passionate about weed you can always find it stoners find stoners it's one of those things um, but yeah we'd been in Lanzarote for a long time we left Lanzarote because we started having a family and we wanted family help we went back there and there was lots of different associations that had opened up. Some really good ones. I'm probably repeating myself here. Um, the one that stood out, stood out for multiple reasons. Um, a lot of the other places that we'd gone to, we'd gone to three different places, four different places before we found the one, we'll call it. And they were all still... Part of the laws of having a cannabis association is that you're not allowed to see in. So... 
ki- you know, you don't want to be walking down the road with your wife and kids and looking in the window and seeing people skinning up and smoking bongs. I get it. Um, but a lot of places then just blacked out the windows, boarded up the windows, covered the windows up. The shop that we'll call the one had done something that I'd suggested to a couple of my other mates as well when we were in these dingier places. Um, just because you can't see in, you're not allowed to see in, doesn't mean that you can't see out. They put the, the shop that, that was amazing, had put reflective tint on the outside of the window so all you could see was a mirror reflection of yourself from the outside. But when you were inside and you were looking out, wow, you had the full view over Lanzarote, you had the full view over Fort Aventura and the beach. The place was fully air conditioned. It's the one place I walked in and went, oh yeah, that's cool. That literally cool as fuck. Um, so before I'd even got to buying any cannabis in there, they'd they'd won me over. Um, but their selection was better than everyone else's. The other places varied. You had some really cheap, average weed that you could buy that was in an area that you expected that, where people were just going to fly in, buy a bit of weed and go out. Or you had people going in and selling to tourists and getting it from this place and selling it onto a tourist. It was dirt shit weed. We had other places that we knew the guy that I used to get all my herb from uh, when I lived in Lanzarote was I suppose a t- you know the technical term would be master grower but I think that's a bullshit term no one can be a master of growing anything man I think it's uh, it's too wide varying but he was very very good and had lots of knowledge and expertise on growing certain plants um, so yeah he was providing us with loads of weed back in the day and when I found out he had a shop he was one of the places like I have to go and see this guy so we went in and saw him, caught up with him. It was great. He looked after us. His place was uh, better than most in terms of selection of weed, um, options and quality. Uh, but again, it was still blacked out windows. It was still uh, indoors. It still felt like you were doing something wrong. Um, but some really good weed there. But when we went into the shop that we'll call the one, um, they had a wider varying selection of really good spanish weed at a really good price that was good quality but they were also getting cali weed sent over and and getting it delivered to their door because it's decriminalized in spain i try and get cali weed posted to ireland man and nine times out of ten it gets stopped and you're snapping um but these guys because it's decriminalized can get it delivered nine times out of ten and they're selling that in the shop front So not only have they got the best layout, they've got natural light coming in, they've got really good air conditioning, um, they've also got the best weed on the island. So they're cleaning up. Um, I spent every day in that place. I didn't go and visit another one after that. I was like, no, I don't need to. This place has got it sewn up. Um, And I was there every day. You know, we'd be, we went in July. It was peak season. It was roasting hot. I'd spend the morning in the swimming pool with the kids. We'd get to... 12 o'clock ish I'll be like lads we have to get out of the water now and, and go inside and keep out of the sun because it's really hot and let's go and have a bit of lunch and watch something on the telly and cool down for a little bit um, and as they were settled then I'd go over to the cannabis shop um, spend half an hour to an hour there get a, a, a gram of something different every time uh, had variation which is and they didn't quite play on the novelty of that as much as what I expected, but they didn't need to. They, they were doing really well anyway. But that's something if I opened up an association that I would really play on is people that are traveling over. They don't get to go inside and sit there and have these different options all the time. When I go to my dealer here in Ireland, man, and I say to him, what have you got? I've got this. What's it called? I don't know what it's fucking called. Do you want it or not? That's the reality of it. Um, 
having options like you do in, a, in an off license for, for alcohol is the dream for me. Um, so when I was there and I had all these different options, it was amazing, delighted. So um, yeah, I spent every day there. Uh, and then I was bringing my business friends in. I've got a couple of mates that were stoners and they were in there with me. I've got one mate who is a stoner who's also a, a, a very successful businessman, has his own company. Um, and he could see the money side of this. I was like, am I seeing things with rose tinted glasses? Does this seem too good to be true? Or are these lads making a fucking fortune? I was like, yeah, I think they are. I brought another couple of my friends in because we were over there for a wedding and we had a lot of people coming that we knew. It was like, let's come and have a look at this place. I want to see if I'm seeing things with rose tinted glasses, like I say. So a couple of, I took a couple of non-smokers, non-stoners uh, in and they could just see dollar signs. To, to the point that I actually had a couple of people saying, I might have an interest in investing and trying to open something up here, but I don't know enough about cannabis, but I know you do. Would you have an interest in doing that? And that's some tough decisions had to be made. I chatted to my wife about it. She gets it. She sees the opportunity. She sees the money. She sees that it's my passion and I, you know, it was something that I'd love to do. But I've also, in my head, got three children that are all boys that need their dad, so that kind of comes first. Um, that's not to say further down the line it might not happen, but for now I've got young boys and they need me, so that was a no-no. Um, but that didn't... It got me thinking, like, how can I get myself involved and submersed and, and, and in it? And, and again, people have been saying, why don't you bring the podcast back? Other people were going, you know, yeah, this is... Uh, there's an opportunity here to get involved in weed. I was like, how can I tie this together? So I thought, why don't I do a podcast where I visit consumption lounges, where I visit associations, where I visit grow shops, where I visit head shops, um, talk to different people, lots of like-minded people about cannabis, maybe talk to people that don't smoke cannabis but are in there because their partner's in there. All the different sides to the story. Uh, some non-smokers who are dead against it happily have that conversation. Uh, no problem with that whatsoever. So... That's where I thought, right, let's bring the podcast back. Let's start again. Let's get it going. Um, and that's where we're at. I do a lot of traveling with work. I work in sales at the moment. I uh, travel around quite a bit, um, mainly the UK, to be fair, but there is other trips away. I do the Nordics now and then. I get to the Benelux now and then. I do get down to Barcelona and things. And also then in my private life, we do like to travel and we generally go somewhere sunny where there's cannabis associations um, that I can go and tap into. And if not, doesn't mean that I don't mean meet local dealers here and there and try and find ways to get in contact with people. So I'm just going to bring those experiences, bring those um, stories and put them out there, I suppose. I think between the trips with work, the holidays, the contacts I've built over the years, you know, between street dealers, between I got an introduction into a guy who is the, how can we call it? He'd be the brand He'd be the marketing manager and the brand development manager for the biggest cannabis company in the world, but for EMEA. He's based in Barcelona. He has his hand in a couple of consumption lounges or, or associations and other parts of, of, of businesses. Um, and I got a, an introduction into him, real cool guy, got chatting to him, and I've found other, built a network off the back of that, I suppose. So I thought, you know, we've got we've got the street side, we've got people that we know that grow, we know people that sell. 
I know people that would be willing to have a conversation without their name being brought up, which I'm cool with. I've got people that would be happy to have their name brought up and have these conversations. So um, between all of that and my years of experience and the fact that I don't mind asking people, are you willing to talk on record? Um, I thought I'd do this. So that's where we're at. I've got a trip to Copenhagen coming up and there's a place there called Freetown Christiania. It's a old military, from what I've looked online, I've never been there, um, but what I've looked online there, it's an old military base that was taken over by hippies in the past and they have their own laws, their own rules and you can find a place called the Green Light District where you can get a bit of weed and all is good. So um going to go and visit there when I'm over there. Uh, I'm there for a work trip. I've got three days there. I'm only kind of working two days. So that other day, I will be trying to get some interviews with people, try and chat to different folk in there. There's no photos allowed. They seem quite closed off um, from what I'm reading online. But, you know, we'll give it a go. Fuck it. Um, So, yeah, look out for that. That will be episode two. Will be the trip to Copenhagen. Um, I'll let you know what happens there Uh, and then I'm lining up some interviews some are going to be remote but I've got some software to help me do that some are going to be in person where I go around my friend's house and have a smoke and I can record the two of us talking straight so um, yeah man welcome aboard I hope you enjoyed this brief intro I'm going to stop talking straight now and uh, hopefully uh, on the next episode you will hear us again and uh, love it peace and that's the end of the podcast Thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed having the conversation. If you want to stay in contact with us, you can find us mainly on Instagram, Chiba underscore media. Slide into the DMs there if you want. Or if you want to email and uh, give us a bit of feedback or maybe you want to be part of the podcast, then feel free. Our email address is chiba.media.420 at gmail.com. That's chiba.media.420 as in the numbers 420 at gmail.com. Peace.